you're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad and um, as I've often said and continue to say the Irish have been a very strong positive influence on Canada for hundreds of years and continue to be every day right across the country coast to coast whether it be from Newfoundland right out to Victoria BC but when we mention BC there's Nelson BC and the current mayor of Nelson BC is a guy by the name of John Dooley John is originally from South Armagh and I have the pleasure of sitting across from him at the moment and we're going to hear a little about his background, his story and what brought him to Nelson BC and how he eventually turned into being the mayor out there John, thanks a million first of all for taking the time to come along and have a chat You're welcome yeah. So, South Arma, um when did you, um, you grew up, uh, how big of a family and uh, yeah, there was six, six of us. Um, and where did you fit into that? Yeah, I was the first, I was the eldest, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, Fork Hill, I was born and raised in Fork Hill, South Armagh. Right, right. Yeah. And um, you, were, you, were you the only one then to emigrate of the five there? No, actually, my brother came a couple of years after me. I came in 1967. Okay. Yeah. So when you were growing up, um, did you perceive or did your family perceive that was there opportunity at that time or was it a case of you better get out to get a job somewhere else? Yeah, for the most part, although I did have a job, I was uh, working for a building contractor so I was serving an apprenticeship and, and so I did have a job but you know the prospects of any advancement beyond you know the day-to-day uh, going coming from work and and even that was sporadic right that particular time and um, I came to, uh, I came to Canada with a cousin of mine okay who had talked about it for probably the best part of a year and uh, he asked me if I'd like to go with him and I said I would so when you came then what part of Canada did you come to well I, I flew into Montreal that's where I cleared immigration okay and then on to Vancouver so you were heading out west from the beginning heading out west because that's where our connection was okay okay so when you say it was where your connection was because that is the story of immigration people tend to follow people yeah. so there's usually somebody there at the other end that can give you a bed <laughs> yeah but the strange thing about this story is uh, the, the guy we were supposed to meet uh, at the time uh, he wasn't there when we got there. <laughs> well, when you say the strange thing is, I don't know if that's that strange. There's an awful lot of people that tell you that story. So he wasn't there. Yeah, so we had to sort of fend for ourselves for a few weeks. So we tracked him down. Right. And he was actually working in the mines out on the coast of British Columbia. Okay, so when um, you came over initially then, what were you hoping to do? To go to work with him. On the mi- in the mines? That's correct, yeah. Right, right. Which we did. So right. So we did hook up which uh, thankfully was <laughs> sooner rather than later because we were rapidly running out of money uh, we didn't have a hell of a lot when we got here Right. and we were staying in a boarding house out in Kingsway and uh, we eventually uh, met up with them and uh, we got work right away so what time of the year did you come here? in the spring Okay, so the thaw was happening, like when you got out west. Yeah, well, the winter no thaw out west. No, <laughs> but when you were coming through Montreal, you were seeing winter. Right, so Montreal was a little nippy, when we <laughs> and when we got to Vancouver. It was actually spring. Okay, so you know, I always remember that first day actually because um, coming in from Vancouver from the airport at that time, um, the main traffic would come down. Uh, Granville Street. Yes. And there was a little bit of a rise in Granville Street when you came out of Richmond. Um, 
and then you sort of overlooked Vancouver. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we could still see the mountains were covered in snow, the tops of the mountains. Okay. Come over that rise, then you, you know you're going along there, and actually the the trees, the cherry blossoms, and all that were out, and the daffodils were out on the side of the Granville Street, and then you come across the hill and you see down into Vancouver. And I always remember that site; it was absolutely so spectacular. That, that skyline in at that time would have been very different than the skyline. You very, very different. And I often I go back to Vancouver quite often, and you know it's it's a sort of emotional, and you know no matter how often I go back there yeah. to Vancouver because of that first sort of initial contact and. Uh, uh, when you could, when you looked across Vancouver at that time from the high, high, high to land on Granville Street, um, there was relatively no houses on the North Shore. Okay. In those days, now it's halfway up the mountain. Yes, yeah. <coughs> and I guess at that time as well, had you the money, property would have been relatively inexpect, inexpensive yeah. on oh, the North Shore. Oh yeah, um, uh, buying property was the last thing on. Oh, I know. On well, you had to get the money yeah. first. Probably like most immigrants, you. Uh, I know, and in, in my case, and uh, in the case of my cousin and the friend that was with us, uh, um, our goal was not to be here for a long time, you know, for a few years and trying to collect a few dollars and, you know, go back to Ireland. But uh, he eventually, my cousin eventually did, but he came back and forth a few times, but he, he eventually settled back in Ireland. I never did. <coughs> At what point then would you say that you let go of the, I won't say the deep desire, but the, real, the realistic uh, <laughs> desire to say, well, you know, the reality is I'm here. Yeah. How long would you say that took? Uh, it takes a while. You know, there's the emotional connection is, is never lost, as you know. No, know, right? it's not. But the emotional connection gets, uh, you know, it gets sort of managed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over time but as far as the decision like to say this is where I'm going to live it was a few years right. before that happened yeah it took a few years and was it a tough like can you recall that it, it didn't you didn't just slide into it no. it, 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 it at some point in time you had to come to a, a wake up moment and say this is where I'm at yeah yeah well I, I'm sorry I shouldn't have said no there because uh, no I did sort of slide into it you know yeah. over time yeah. And, um, and of course what happened in my case was, uh, and this, this is not a negative by any means, but I met my wife Pat, you know, yeah. and, uh, and she's Canadian born and raised, yeah. and yeah, we that's... settled in Canada, and of course we had our children, and, and, children and we got married, we had married three children, and, yeah. and grandchildren now, and of course... You know, and, and of course, that's, right? the, and that's the story of Irish immigration, going back to Newfoundland in the oh, 1600s, yeah. oh, yes, 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 where yeah. the, we, the Irish came over yeah, and yeah. married locally and settled and reared the family and integrated the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's interesting here, and uh, we're sitting here, you and I, in, in Quebec, yes. cities, Quebec City, yeah. and of course the Irish... Uh, Influence here is enormous, huge, huge. Yes, and I know before we most Irish probably don't even know that. Well, I, the great <laughs> thing is the Irish are actually becoming more aware of yeah. it in the in the last number of years. Yeah. I think there's a greater awareness of Grosseil and the Irish immigration story yeah. and the, and the, the, and the famine times yeah. and how Quebec, Montreal, Toronto also yeah. played yes. a huge yeah. role yeah. in integrating and accepting Ottawa, the Irish. Ottawa, the same and thing. yeah, oh, of yeah. course, the building of the canals. The building of the canals now. So you see the, uh, you know, for years we all believed, you know, that every Irish person left Ireland 
ended up in, uh, in in New York or Philadelphia or, or, or Chicago. Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. Uh, you know, uh, so you know, we always said that. So it, it takes a while for people to understand that, it, in fact, uh, at one particular point in immigration or forced immigration, I would call it, or yeah. ethnic cleansing, which is what the famine was really was. Oh, well, yeah. Um, uh, most people came to Canada. They <coughs> have gone down into the states. Correct. 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 So then, when you were in Vancouver at that time, um, working in the mines, were you, or so, well, where where did you go to work in the mines? I went out to the what was called then the Queen Charlotte Islands. Oh yeah. Okay. And that's off the coast of British Columbia, the North Coast. Right. And uh, and now it's called Haida Gwaii. Okay. And I went to work in an iron ore mine out there. Okay. <coughs> so we spent a couple of years out there. Right. And that was good because uh, it's exactly what we wanted to do. And you'd make good money out there. We well, we made very good money, like for, for compared to what we were making in Ireland. It was, yeah. It was, we'd been, we were making a dollar an hour, and we were leaving like four or five dollars a week. Okay. You know, okay. So yeah. 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 So that would have allowed you time to amass kind of the, the kitty. <laughs> well, the down payment yeah, for when you yeah. when you when it was time to settle down, you had the down payment yes. for the house and stuff yeah, so like that. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd say that, uh, to be honest with you, we, you know, it, it was a start for sure. But, yeah. Uh, you know, you go back to Ireland, back and forth a few times, and you. You know, you, you spend your money as damn near as fast as you earn it, but yeah. sometimes, you know, and yeah. they hung on to a bit of it for sure, but having said that, it wasn't like we were thinking, I was thinking in terms of, of you know, the long term, you know. Right. So and we don't. When we're young, we don't think <laughs> no, of the long term. exactly, yeah. And by the time you start thinking of the long term, yeah, you yeah, wish yeah. you'd start thinking about yeah, exactly, 20 yeah. years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when you, how long did you spend in the mining sector then? Well, I spent two years out there and then I spent a year in the Yukon. Right. Right after that. Um, mainly following people I knew that had uh, jobs in other mines that were paying more money, etc. Okay. Longer hours. And so I went up to work in a place called Clinton. Clinton Creek, right. which was uh, north, 60 miles north of Dawson City. Okay. okay. So we went to work there and spent about a year in there. Came out and went, uh, spent some time in Whitehorse working, and eventually back to Vancouver. And it was in Vancouver that I met my wife, Pat. Right. And she was raised in the interior of British Columbia. Uh, to make it simple for everybody on the uh, west side of the Rocky Mountains. Okay. In southeast okay. British Columbia. Okay. And so she got a teaching job there, and so we moved to uh, Nelson, British Columbia, where okay. we are now. Right. And um, <coughs> then the um, living in Nelson, British Columbia, before you got out there, was there much, or did you come across many other Irish? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, lots. Um, in those days, in the mines, uh, the bulk of the... Um, the, the work, the mines, mines that I worked in. Yeah, there was the a, of the, were above a lot of Irish workers yeah, in. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, because again, the Irish follow, and were, were they from any particular part, or were there a lot from certain parts? At that time, at that time, a lot from the north, a lot yeah. from what you'd call the north. Yes. Um, uh, from down an Armagh. Okay. Uh, you know, some from Mead and West Mead. Okay. Um, the odd one from other parts, but mainly from there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was interesting because the 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 job goes out on the sort of uh, grapevine. You know. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, the jobs will go on. Oh, I know, and it's who, who knows who, who knows. So, and exactly. It's, yeah. it's circulated among that sort of group from that geographical area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, 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 to and like you, somebody sent word and said, there's exactly. a bed here for you, and they arrived, and there was no one there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they were there, but not just in that spot. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so when you got to Nelson, after being on the West Coast in, in uh, Vancouver, up in the mines, Nelson's a relatively small place. Yeah, Nelson is uh, 10,000 population, just over 10,000 right. in the city. Right. But, um, you know, our catchment area is like 80,000 people. Okay, so it's a nice yeah. size. So it, oh, it's a good, yeah, it's a, it's a busy place. It's a very, right. it's a, it's small in population but very high in stature. And then back when you moved, Oh, since then, I'm sure, as everywhere, there have been major changes as well. So oh, yes. when you would have got there, what would, relative to now, has, has there been much growth? Yeah, there has been a, a fair bit of growth um, in Nelson. The population has increased. Right. Um, and then the, the population around us has, has increased a lot. You, you need to understand where we're located. Nelson's, the footprint of Nelson itself is a bit difficult to develop because we're right on the side of a mountain. Yeah. And we're right on, on quite a large lake. Okay. On what's called Kootenay Lake. Oh, okay. And it's a large body of water, one of the largest in British Columbia. Okay. And um, so a lot of the growth was on the lower lying land along the lake. Okay. Right adjacent to the committee, to the okay. city. Okay. So it wouldn't be within our boundaries, but right up against us. Okay. So you know, the, the, the growth has been uh, quite. So having rapid. spent your time mining and you arrived in Nelson, yeah. BC, yeah. what did you, what were you able well, to I do? worked in construction before I left Ireland. Okay. Right. So I, I eased back into that. Okay. Then when I moved to Nelson, yeah. there was enough work to, to keep me going there. Good. And my wife was teaching at one of the primary schools at that time. Right. <coughs> and. Um, and you know, you just keep going and chipping away and yeah. everything lives there. And I didn't mention already, I don't think, but um, John Dooley is the mayor of Nelson. So now, that's right. What got you into politics? And, well, and, and I should preface that coming from the north of Ireland, I probably <laughs> shouldn't even ask that question. What got you into politics? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we were always kind of interested when we were younger. Like my my father used to help out with the uh, you know for the elections for Sinn Fein and right. in, in around South Armagh. They could never get elected in those days because right. of the the boundaries were rigged in, in such yeah. a manner that it, there was no chance you would yeah. win them. But all that's changed now, of course. Well, it's not entirely, but it's nearly. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that's changed. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, now they have a, a, a strong foothold in South Armagh. Right. They represent the people, you know, where the yeah. people weren't being represented in the past. But So we were always sort of tuned to what was going on in Ireland, you know, okay. of course. And, uh, uh, growing up, you know, in our own area around politics and the negative and positive of not having representation. So there was always a bit of a... I always had that sort of interest. Yes. <coughs> but, um, and then uh, I sort of skipped a little bit of a chapter there when I... Um, when I, I lived in Vancouver for a while after I left the mines. Okay. Right? And that's where I met my wife. Now, yes, right? yes. And during that time, I was one of the founders of the Irish Sporting and Social Club. Okay. In Vancouver. Which so you'd know Brendan Mulhall? Yes, because the whole thing's exploded now. Yes. Uh, way bigger than it was then. Right. Because in those days, the immigration into the West 
was mainly people like myself that were going somewhere else. Okay. So the Vancouver was like a jumping off spot for mining and forestry, logging and lumber industry, and okay. that's where people were going to work. Right. Uh, because the the, the um, uh, I would I'd have to say that in those days people were coming from a labor background. Yes, uh, yes, and I think that is a hands-on, whereas today there's a quite a shift. Yes, and I think the shift probably happened about in the mid-70s. Exactly, yeah, you, maybe you, a little later. Yeah. You started to get um, people who were coming Better out. educated. Dead degrees. There were, there were engineers and there were, uh, exactly. in, in many cases, there were doctors, there were architects, there were all sorts, whereas prior to that it was a, exactly. high, school, it was a high school education. So, consequently, the club in those days was, was a good size, but relatively small. Right. But we did start the Gaelic football uh, team there, and yeah. the hurling team, and the camogie team. So, you know, we had enough people to keep that uh, going. And today it's, it's growing tremendously because yes. the young men and women that are coming to Canada now are coming to live in the bigger urban centers. Correct. Because they're in the tech sector, as you mentioned, yeah. engineers, doctors, and so on, which is terrific, right? It is. And having said that, they're still filtering out, of course. So. So that was a sort of my first venture into how systems kind of worked in Canada. Okay. And, and it was quite a relief because it was, it was surprisingly easy to get stuff done with local government. So we, it was easy for us to find a field to put goalposts up in Vancouver. Right. You know, coming from South Armagh, where, where you, you, yeah, you couldn't literally spit over a ditch or you'd be in trouble. If you know right. what I mean, right? Yes. <coughs> so, uh, so it was a, it was a, it was something that uh, that I found interesting navigating the Parks Board and City Hall in Vancouver to be able to do those things. So it, I always had that interest. And, and in effect, in effect, what you're saying, John, is that when you went to the Vancouver Board and said we want a field to play football. Yeah. They didn't ask you what type of football. They no. simply said you'll need a field. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Whereas yeah. you, be, you may have been asked the other exactly. what kind of football. Yeah. And if you said Gaelic football, the field mightn't have been available. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. then, you, of course, uh, you know, ha organizing the club and being chair of the club as the right. president, etc. And and understanding how to manage, you know, boards and stuff like that. You, right. you learn from that. Right? Yeah. And then when I got to Nelson, um, uh, you know, it, it was 1999 when I first got into politics. I okay. was interested, and I was involved, you know, with the different sports organizations and stuff, and uh, and always interested in what was going on. And I put my name forward uh, for election because at that time there was a bit of a push in the community to have some new sports fields built. Okay. And uh, some of my friends said, you know, we think if you we can get you elected, we'd probably get these fields built. Okay. So that was the start, and sure enough, we did. Right. And uh, so that was in 1999, and uh, I've been uh, in, in it uh, elected ever since. I had, had one term off, and uh, I've been, uh, I was a councillor for two terms. Okay. And this is my fourth term as mayor. And by the time I complete this term, I'll be the longest running mayor ever in the history of Nelson. Right. And it goes back over a hundred years and the first mayor actually was Irish, John Houston. Okay. And do you know where was he from? Uh, a good question. There's, there's no real record of where he came from in Ireland. Okay. But he was Irish of Irish descent. Interesting. Mayor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, I guess this is, comes back to what I said at the beginning. You know how the Irish have filtered their way yeah. right across the world, but right yeah. across Canada yeah. into a small place. And here you're yeah. saying the first mayor yeah. was a John Houston from yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now you're, you're occupying that. Yeah. So are you restricted in any way in the number of terms or is it when no. you choose? No, there's no, no restriction other than, you know, 
my wife would probably say enough is enough here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point. yeah, and uh, and that'll be the end of that. And I'll you know do some, I'll you know I'm at the stage in my life now where I don't need to do a heck of a lot. I know, I know. And we were fortunate as a family that uh, you know I could afford to spend the time you know doing the job and doing right. it well. Or at least I believe I do it well. And yeah. And so the, obviously the community thought I was doing not too bad either. And uh, so, you know, we're comfortable enough that we can sort of manage. Uh, so, uh, well, we mentioned the Irish in Vancouver. When you get into Nelson, then, you're, uh, are you a lone wolf out there? Or, or, uh, uh, no, there's a few Irish people kicking around. But, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. The, the Irish, strangely enough, uh, and you may, you've, I'm sure you know this, um, blend in very well. Yes. You know, and, yes. uh, and they, they don't brag about it that much, you know, but no. you, you'd be surprised when you bump into the or Irish well, people. Well, it's like the way you and I are talking at the moment. You and I right now, is, yeah. is, you know, it's amazing, really. It, it is. Uh, and you never lose that sort of connection and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there is, a, there is definitely a few, and uh, we don't, we're not organized by any means. Um, but, you know, we bump into each other the odd time and right. you know, have a conversation. And uh, now one of the young men that... Uh, that I got to know very well when I first came to Canada, Pierce Waltz, who's from from uh, the west of Ireland in Mayo. Okay. And I like to slag him a bit, let them get their asses kicked in the All Ireland every yeah, time yeah. they get there. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, he lives in Kelowna, British Columbia. Okay. And he's he's he was part of a group that. Uh, Start up an Irish association there just recently because there is quite a few Irish that have sort of filtered into that area. Right, right. And uh, they had the Irish consulate. Uh, that's just opened in Vancouver, that's yeah, kind of with Frank Flynn. Yeah, he just came up that's and right. there a few weeks ago. I yes. wasn't able to go on. But I'll, be, I'll go the next time. So. Yeah, yeah. I had a conversation yeah. with Frank shortly after he took up his position. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've traveled quite a bit. Like I was on the board of directors for the Federation of Municipalities. We wanna, you know, a, a number of, of uh, mayors from across Canada. They're part of that organization, and uh, I get to Ottawa quite often. I generally drop into the Irish Embassy. And the last uh, um, ambassador was there was Ray Bassett. Ray, Ray Bassett, yeah. yeah, yeah, a nice man. And Very nice. In Ireland now, he is indeed. And he was. It was always interesting for me to talk to him because he was a. A lot of people probably don't know this, but he was a major player One in the peace talks yeah. in the yes. north of Ireland. Yes. Uh, you know. Um, you know, there's a lot of more high-profile people yet get uh, credit yeah. for that, but he was a big player. Agreed. Yeah. And, of course, John de Chastelain, John we, de we see him yeah. around. Uh, we were talking to John de Chastelain yeah. um, about two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, actually, I had an interview with John de Chastelain because uh, we had uh, Park, uh, O'Malley in town oh, yes. uh, for the documentary The Peacemaker. Oh, yes. Because yeah. Park was the one who brought uh, Nelson Mandela, the, the, oh, yeah. the people, to South Africa. Right. Um, Martin McGuinness. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. Uh, Ian Paisley to meet Mandela. Yeah, right. Uh, true, yeah. Yes, so the, um, yeah. Patrick O'Malley and uh, John de Chastain participated oh, in a Q&A after yeah, the movie. Yeah. Uh, so I got to know Ray fairly well yeah. over the years, and he's back in Dublin. He is indeed. He's letter to the editor there, I see. He's, he, he, and, uh, he, keeps, uh, he keeps himself... Uh, uh, he, <laughs> well, he, he's, not gone, he's, he, he's not that quiet. He's but he not keeps, completely underground. No, he's, no. No, he's not. He's yeah. not. So Indeed. I always enjoyed that connection yeah. and meeting up with him and uh, and uh, yeah, there's a few. Uh, it's always amazing when you bump into Irish people. It's uh, 
it doesn't you have to go very far what I always enjoy really is and I'm sure you'll find this you might be in Toronto you could be in Montreal you could be somewhere and you're in the most innocuous place next thing you hear yeah, I know you, you hear the, the accent twinge, yeah. you hear the, <laughs> hear the accent yeah. so um, anyway that's uh, indeed that's so um, uh, so for you as for me I would have to say you know obviously it's an immigration story that has been re- most rewarding yeah and, so, and yeah. you know you say you have your kids your grandkids yeah, you've seen them yeah. grow up we've seen yeah, our kids yeah. grow we now have the grandkids yeah. as well yeah, yeah. and uh, you know they're the kind of things that uh, mean that the emotional pain that we had to endure in yeah. order to make the break yeah. you realize yeah. that there was the growth of the other end well exactly and, and uh, you know, you, there's no question, you've often heard when you were younger, or maybe you haven't, but you always heard about the curse of immigration, right? Yeah, and yeah. there's no question that you, you give up a lot to be an immigrant. You do. Um, but I can say, you know, firsthand that if you're going to give it up to be anywhere, you might as well be in Canada. Indeed. It's so, a wonderful place to live. John, given all the connections you have in all the years, yeah. I'm going to ask you something I didn't tell you I was going to ask you. And that, yeah. um, do you have any favorite musicians, music? And I know there's uh, groups that have been out around BC for a long number of years with Northern connections. Yeah, well, there's always a few, you know, that you, you uh, pay attention to. But I, I tend to sort of... I tend to sort of look back to Ireland for music, yeah. for the most part. And who, Furies are, right. would be an example. Okay. Of course, U2 is right. one of my favorite bands. And, okay. Uh, and they're not like, they're one of those bands that are, they're not a flash in the pan pop no, band. They're no. very talented, you know, right. uh, writers, so, uh, musicians, and I enjoy their music. And right. I, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy the uh, traditional music a lot. Good, you know, good. I, still, I still download it and listen to it and uh, if I'm working or doing something on my own there I'll generally throw on you know LMFM or my sister lives in loud there. Okay. <laughs> so do you play at all? No I don't. No. Okay, you just my brother was actually quite a good musician. Uh, very good actually and, and uh, well, he came to Canada and he spent the uh, better half of his life earning his living. Uh, Tommy Dooley you might be able to find him if you look him up. Okay. And uh, he had a really good song that he used to sing called Old Canada. Okay. That okay. Uh, was, was very good. Right. Uh, he, he was uh, killed in a tragic accident a few years back there. and. Uh, that was kind of a sad time. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see if I can find it. And if I can find it, yeah. we'll, we'll play it. Yeah. And, John, I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been great having oh, a chat welcome. with you. Yeah, and great. most enjoyable. And, yeah. again, uh, just uh, an indication of here we are in 2019 and the Irish are still having an influence on uh, the political landscape of Canada uh, from federal level coast federal coast level <laughs> coast to coast and from federal level down to municipal level question, yeah. so the whole way John thanks so much you're welcome thank you very much appreciate